Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The big story of the day is, in fact, the big story over on ESPN. And it is uh, by Baxter Holmes and Tim McMahon. Uh, uh, and it's about John Morant. Uh, it is, uh, it is it, the, the, little, the little tease is career on the brink. That's, the, that's what little, the little thing there. And then it says the alligators got him. The transformation and troubles of Ja Morant. Uh, both of these folks are terrific writers, terrific reporters. Baxter actually uh, interviewed me for this story. And sadly, sadly, the only quote I was, I, the only, the, the, I, I was quoted saying uh, the most cliche thing ever, which is he's the biggest thing that Memphis has had since Elvis. I don't like seeing other people be happy. I might, I hope I said to him, you know, I know it's cliche to say this, but, because then at least you're acknowledging the cliche and that's dead, the cliche, just that, that's whatever. But I, I like Baxter uh, and I like uh, Tim. They're both really good and uh, they have put together an interesting story on Ja. The truth of the matter is, you don't come away from the story with any headline. There's no new incident. There's no new transgression. It is a story about an unraveling with details that are interesting, certainly, and revealing in many ways. Some of the details are revealing. But it's fundamentally a colorful chronicling of the story we all know. Don't you think? Yeah, the way that, and I'm only halfway through it. I'm at the part now where he's just, uh, the shotgun Willie's incident. The way that I kind of think about it is, in 20 years, if somebody's going to read about the whole Morant thing, right. this feels like one one document that lays it out pretty nicely. Yeah. And there are things in here, mind you, I'm not... There are things in here that I did not know, like plenty of things in here I did not know. So it's not that there's nothing in here I did not know, but the trajectory is one that I absolutely knew. And it's the story, it's the sordid tale that we know of a young man who's underrated and uh, c- comes out of Murray State and is the nicest guy in the world and seems like almost too good to be true. And then the alligators got him, right? That's like the, 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 the tumultuous uh, saga of John Morant and how he didn't handle fame and fortune well and what will happen next, right? But there are things that are, um, that are revealing here, and I'm just going to go through this a little bit. Um, one is eh, they sort of center the story on the, first, on the trip to the All-Star game in Cleveland. And I have certainly heard lots of stories about that All-Star game in Cleveland, but this is the one where he was uh, – he was uh, Instagram on Instagram Live. He was drinking tequila, a particularly expensive tequila, on Instagram Live, and basically said the, the the theory that they put forward is that 
weekend became the tipping point. I don't think anything could be that simple. You don't, you aren't like not drinking and keeping your nose clean and just being a Boy Scout one day and then a weekend happens and then you're, you're flat, you know, you're, you're, you're falling apart the next. But it was that weekend, multiple sources in and around the Grizzlies organization said that some early warning signs became habitual when concerns around the team and league deepened. And it is when, sources said, Morant's misconduct accelerated, becoming more frequent and public. So then they reset and they go back and they talk to everyone who basically knew Ja before he was drafted. And this was interesting because they basically go, like, it's kind of interesting. You, you sort of wonder if you went back to Murray State, because he was a star in the context of that little universe, he was a megastar at Murray State, mm-hmm. right? So did we see any, anything? And basically, was there any foreshadowing? They're talking to scouts, coaches, assistant coaches, and everybody says the same thing. Best guy in the world. Just the best, most humble, good guy in the world. Um, and, um, and so then he comes to Memphis. And that, one of the things that's interesting here is they, they quote, quote, unquote, Memphis business persons, which I found a little strange, like the Memphis business persons. But anyway, this Memphis business person would say, like, why don't those Memphis, I guess those Memphis business people don't want to be on the record because they don't want to get right. tick off you, John Moran. Well, you don't end the blowback. He would always kind of come off very humble. He would ask, ask questions. Man, if you don't mind, can I have a seat right here? Very courteous. Um, and, uh, but then, then you have the 2021-2022 season where he's named the most improved player. Remember, he didn't want that award, all of that. He said, throughout that 21-22 season, during which Morant was named the NBA's most improved player, a pattern emerged. Whenever the Grizzlies traveled, after landing, a sprinter van would often be waiting at the team hotel to shuttle Morant off for the evening with friends and family who he had flown into that city on a private jet according to team sources. Morant would cover their lodging and foot the bill at establishments they visited. In some instances, team sources said it wasn't unusual for Morant to appear hungover or to be late to team events the next day. There was no discipline, another grizzly source said. They felt like they could do anything they wanted. In my opinion, the enabling was out of control, just constantly. Definitely S was swept under the rug. Uh, and then all of a sudden, now those same business people, you get different quotes from the business people. He went from being a nice guy to every time you look up, the kid was always into it with somebody, said one of the Memphis business owners whose establishments Moran had visited frequently. A staff member, security, always wanting it his way. It's just so much. I can't say all of it. It just went bad, bro. Like the way he carried himself. First, he told me he was coming with his best friend. The next thing, he started coming with an entourage. The next thing, he's got a platinum grill in his mouth. The next thing, he's getting into it with parking lot security because they won't let him park somewhere. Um, The second business owner says... Morant and his entourage became so challenging, the staff hated to see Morant and his group walk through the door. That business person recalled witnessing a verbal altercation where Morant and his associates had gotten very respectful to a man's wife. It got so bad that they actually started to threaten each other's lives. So there you have it. Uh, So then you've got the picture of the descent, right? So now what were the Grizzlies doing? Well, we had the one person saying that the Grizzlies were sweeping it under the rug. That's team source is what it said. Uh, but 
they paint a picture of some say the Grizzlies were doing whatever they could. Some saying they, they let it go. Like they, they, they do not come down particularly on one side or the other there. But what they do say is, um, is that after the Indiana Pacers incident, uh, when Devontae Pack and whatever else, they got into it in the loading dock and maybe pointed a gun at the Pacers and all that, that then Zach Kleiman and Taylor Jenkins, they talk about this meeting. Zach Kleiman and Taylor Jenkins stewed as they walked into a hotel room in February, early February 2020, uh, 2023. Basically, uh, they'd reached a tipping point. Inside the hotel room, the two men tried to convey to Morant how his conduct had become a major concern, how it had impacted the team he was supposed to lead. Facing the then 23-year-old, their message said one team I, I, uh, insider was simple. You're effed up. So there, there's your blunt meeting with Taylor and Zach Kleiman with John Morant saying this is, you're, you're out of control. Um, and his response to that meeting, according to this story, back inside that hotel room, the pleasantries were over. Sometimes you have to have hired conversations, said another team source. Morant looked at Kleiman and Jenkins and expressed disinterest, then apathy. The meeting ended as uncomfortably as it began, a superstar unwilling to acknowledge conduct his employer had spent years attempting to manage. Now, uh, Morant's agent has responded to this particular accusation that he was dismissive of Jenkins and Kleiman when they confronted him. And this is what he says. As everyone is aware, John and the Grizzlies have had several meetings throughout this year. In each of these meetings, the Grizzlies have been clear with their expectations while being supportive of Jaws' efforts to work on himself on and off the court. It is grossly inaccurate to say that Jaws' response to any meetings with the Grizzlies have ever been dismissive. Um, anyway, and then you have Shotgun Willies, the strip joint incident. Then you have the other gun incident. And then after that, you don't really have... Eh, there's nothing particularly after that that I think I need to go over except to say the Grizzlies are continuing to be concerned about his behavior. Which, of course, they are. Well, yes. Why this wouldn't is, you? Well, like, it's, it's the biggest concern the Grizzlies have. The Grizzlies it? are going to be number four in that power ranking. It's, it's pretty much entirely dependent on it. <sighs> um, and um, the business person. The business person. Um, I'm not against Ja, I'm just against the foolishness. Like, why? That's my problem. I would love for him to become a billionaire in our city because I know what they would mean to our city. You don't get these kind of draft picks every time you turn around. At this point, he knows he's richer than we are and he feels he's bigger than we are. But the opportunity you have is a great one. Time is not on your side. I can only see it at the end of this thing that had a lot of regret. And, uh, and then at the end, and this one actually I didn't like particularly, more business person. Um, and this business person sat down with T and Ja and warned them. I said, listen to me, because I've been around a long time. I've seen the cycle. So when he put, starts putting all that S in his mouth, all those GD chains around his neck, he wanted to be a rapper. And I told his dad, your son wants to be more of a rapper than a basketball player. It's going to go bad. The warning, he said, went unheeded. That's the end. I, I, you know what? I, that, that's vaguely, 
I, I don't think you're a bad person because you have uh, chains, you know, or because you have a grill in your mouth. Like I, I that's borderline. Eh. We don't, we don't need that. We, we don't, we don't, we don't need that. Well, I mean, we also don't know the profile of what the business, who the business. We don't is. know the business person. The yeah. business, the, the anonymous business people were the one part of this story that made me a little queasy. Like, who, who are the anonymous business people? And again, I'm, I understand. Lots of times there is a need for anonymity. Um, but uh, there you go. So I thought that the the stuff that was new, really, that meeting, that per, that meeting, I had never heard about it before. You? I assumed it had happened. Yeah, I, but yeah, I, do you I, ever yeah. hear about a meeting in a hotel with one where he was dismissive, where it was then? I was told that they met with him. But, I mean, do I know that, like, on that, that's, no. But I was told that they'd, they'd had that meeting. Right. The, um, it would not shock me at all that Ja would have been dismissive. Well, that, look because at his entire behavior. He was dismissive. Yes. Like, after that, after that incident, his entire behavior was... I'm being picked on. I didn't do anything wrong. They threw my brother out of the game. I'm the victim here. So if he was dismissive to Taylor and Kleiman, which is, again, something I had not read or been reported to me anyway, seen anywhere, I, um, it would not surprise me in the least that that, um, that, 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 I, I would almost think that it was obvious. Yeah. Well, it's never, there's a difference between a lot of times people say that, like they would always say back when, I remember when Gary Parrish was reporting about Albert Means, people say, well, yeah, I knew that. And I'm like, well, why didn't you report it? Like, people can say it's obvious or not obvious, but in, it, report the stuff. If people think it's obvious, report it. So I give them credit for their reporting, I guess, is where I am no, on that I, story. No, I agree with you, but, I mean, A, I'm not a reporter, and B, right. it's one thing to know something happened. It's another to be able right. to report right. it. exactly. And I give them credit for knowing it and well enough to be able yes. to report it. Um, in terms of the broader picture here, I don't really think this story, like, I think it has interesting, compelling details that make it worth reading, but it doesn't change anything for me at all. Like, in fact, the only thing to me, I think about what John Morant is thinking. I heard you and Mark talking about this yesterday, mm -hmm. about Ja watching the game. Yeah. And tweeting about the game as it was happening. And this was the Miami Heat broad telecast. Yep. And so what they did was they sort of brought everyone up to date on John Morant, right? And someone tweeted out, I'm so sick of reading this stuff about John Morant. And John liked that tweet, yep. right? And as I think you pointed out, that is going to happen every game. Like, every time he plays a new team, they're going to talk about the John Morant story. It's a little bit like it's a much more, it's a much bigger version of the DeAndre Williams is old thing. Yes. Like, every time. Riley, Riley was, Ferguson was a construction worker. Right. Every time a new broadcast team or even the old broadcast team is broadcasting about DeAndre Williams, they're going to say that he's old. And it's not because they're picking on him or whatever else. It's because they're telling the story and the story involves DeAndre Williams being old or Riley Ferguson once upon a time being a construction worker yeah. before he transferred to Memphis. And it certainly, in this case, involves John Morant and his misdeeds, 100%. Um, and, and, and there's no malice in, 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 in telling that story. And no one is picking on John Morant in telling that story. He is a mega superstar with a Nike shoe, for God's sakes. Um, but 
I think he will interpret it that way. And if he reads this story, you know what he's going to think? F Memphis and their businessmen and or, their business people. Oh, see, I'm, F I'm less concerned about F that. everybody. John, I am quite confident, still thinks, he doesn't think the alligators are getting him. He doesn't think it's the alligators. He thinks it's the media. Mm-hmm. Or the league. Or I, I think he just thinks everybody's out to get him. Everybody. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I wouldn't even specify. It's like everyone's out to get him. So to me, I worry about, in all of this, Ja's mindset, not because I'm some great humanitarian who worries about everyone's mindset. Fine, I, I want well for Ja Morant, because why not? Well, who wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I? But, you know, I, I, the real reason is, selfishly, I want him to be happy and productive as a grizzly. Bingo. And how do you think he's going to view this? I have no idea. I'm trying to predict where his headspace is. I'm actually less concerned about the business people. Uh-huh. The what I'm curious to know is: Does he think, uh, you know, there's mo- and there's moles in the in the Grizzlies organization source, yeah. that who said that he was dismissive? That's maybe well, they're that's, out to get him. Too. That's the story. But it's funny. Like the Grizzlies are not quoted in here, and it doesn't even appear. Like I don't think. This does not. This story does not cover the Grizzlies in glory. Like there are stories that you can think, "Oh, that came from the Grizzlies." If you're a reasonable person and you're reading this story, you don't think it came from the like. If you're, if you don't think it came from the Grizzlies, doesn't make the Grizzlies look so great. There's a little bit of, "Oh, they tried, they tried," but it doesn't make the Grizzlies look so great. So if someone from the Grizzlies was talking to these folks, I don't think it was. I don't think the sources here are Zach Lyman. No, I, I agree with you on that, but I don't. Sometimes I don't think that matters. Right. It could be just someone inside the organization right. who said whatever. Well, yeah. It doesn't take much to sow distrust. No, no, it doesn't. Yes, you're exactly right. And so will he interpret this as being an attack from the organization? Right. I think that's a good point. Related to my point, but just generally. Like, yeah, no, is this going to be fed up? I wasn't up? telling everybody to take notes. No, is he going to be fed up? It, does this make him more? Is this somehow? And the, the truth of the matter is, is that. It's actually the opposite. Memphis is still kinder to him than the rest of the world is. Oh, oh, wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly, absolutely. But I don't think he sees that. I think he sees Memphis as, you know, it's the old, uh, he, who was it who said he's got to get out of Memphis? Uh, last, last year yeah. in the midst of all of this? Was it Stephen A.? Oh, no, Perkins. Perkins, <sighs> Perkins, Perkins. Oh, yeah, it was Perkins. So, uh, anyway, there's your story. Again, there's no new, like, here's the truth. The worst thing that could happen from Ja and for the Grizzlies at this point is a new story. Well, the worst thing would be about is a new story that's happened since the gun, the last gun incident, right? Like that kind of a new story. This happened, Ja was involved again, and now what, what, what now? The next worst story thing, the other bad thing that could happen is another story that happened before all this. Like, but there's something that we hadn't heard about, like another footlocker incident or another. Yeah, just a new incident. Just another one. Just yes. another. And there's not, there's not, there's none of that in here. No, I agree with you. It's just the same stories retold with details. Yeah. And um, so from that perspective, it doesn't really change anything from the Grizzlies. Like uh, David Boyd. My sports editor texted me and asked me if I'm going to go to Grizzlies practice today. I don't really write about sports anymore, but uh, not much. Sometimes, occasionally. I might write about Ja when he returns. Um, 
am I going to go down because he's going to be asked about this story? I don't know. What could, what could Taylor Jenkins possibly say about this? I don't see anything. Is this an occasion? Just because they wrote about it doesn't seem to occasion to me that, I don't know. Like uh, when, you, when you read it, I don't have a glaring question for Taylor. I suppose, though, it'll be, do you have any comment on the story yeah, today? Yeah, do you have any comment on no. the story? And the answer would be no. Right. No, we're moving forward with job, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it, were, was he dismissive in that meeting, I guess? Did you find, have you ever found John to be dismissive of your concerns? Uh, you know, whatever. I guess that could be a story. Um, but I don't think. But, like, that's too, isn't that too narrow of a question? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I like, it's either I yes or it's no. Much, and there's, we, there's no headline. Like I said, there's no headline out of the story. There's no new incident. There's no headline. There's, there's details about um, a trajectory that we have uh, witnessed. All right, so there you go. You know, I would say I read it so you don't have to, but I think you should go read it, people. So I'm not, like, saying that. Uh, go read it. Uh, it's ex- it's incredibly well written. It's a really interesting story about a, uh, you know, really important figure in um, the city of Memphis. And so there you go. I said, uh, just try to ignore the fact that my one quote was about Elvis. Mm-hmm. I try not to, you know, go down that path. Isn't that always disappointing, like, when you do... I don't, I'm just, like... No, 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 I'm just saying, like... It's quote. It's an obvious quote. No, but it's just, like, when you, when you when you do something, you know, let's say, what, what, I don't know, was it a 15, 30-minute interview I know, or whatever? I, I probably talked to him. I mean, I, I, I know Baxter a little bit from other reasons, and so we just met at Panera and had coffee for an hour. So, and then part of it, he talked to me about this stuff, and I, I, I didn't... In, in fairness, I didn't have anything interesting to say that isn't, hasn't, you know, whatever. It's, 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 uh, the story is, the story is pretty obvious at this point. The question is, where does it go? Yeah. Right? That's the, in, like, What's the next? interesting yeah. part of this is, okay, this is where he's hit. I want to read the story that, Baxter Holmes and Tim McMahon write five years from now. That's what I want to read. I want to read that story. And I don't know what that story is going to look like. I wish I could tell you that I am 100% confident that that story will be a redemption story. I don't hear even using that word because like now it's even that's just become a slogan to Ja, right? So um, to me, that's the question. What's the next story? Uh, what's the what's the five year? What's the three year story? What's the five year story? What's the story at the end of this year? Do you have a prediction? What's the story at the end of this year? I think this year will be relatively drama free. I think this year is going to be about basketball. I, I think when we get to the end of next year, will people be really hat quick to write the redemption story. Probably first great game he has. Probably because NBA media is more cheerleader than any other media. I, I do think when we get to the end of this season, whenever it occurs, I think the conversation is going to be what happened in the playoffs, positively, negatively, indifferently. Like I do think the story is going to be the postseason. I guess if you could just, even if it's a disappointing postseason. It would be refreshing just to have it be a pa- just get basketball. through a year yeah. where it's where he has a good year and it's just basketball and nothing else happens. Um, that's the story that I would like to see. That I would see the written. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.